Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, bud. Hey, dude. <laughs> that was a perfect, uh, that's a good response to hey, bud. But don't you think, <laughs> is it just me? But like, you know, I know it's short for buddy, but like, doesn't bud like immediately mean that person's like mad at you or being condescending? Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. You know what I mean? Like, hey, bud. you can't go over there, bud. Or I got bad news. Listen, bud. <laughs> you're not allowed in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but some people still use it in the way that like, they're being friendly. But, like, I, I think they don't understand that there's an automatic uh, condescension in there. <laughs> My bud. Anyway. Anyway, our guest today is a comedian I've known for I don't know how long. Maybe he can tell us. Uh, we first met somewhere in the South, and now he's in New York. And uh, we'll get all all up into that with the one and only Justin Thompson. Oh. <laughs> have you ever met him? I don't think I No, I don't think I have. <laughs> That's a funny reaction then. Somebody you haven't met before. What if he's it could be you know, he could be lame. It's Tuesday, it's Tuesday, April 6, 2023. Let's go to work. And hello to Justin Thompson. How are you? Hey, Doug. I'm great. How are you? I'm good, bud. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I said bud again. <laughs> I know. I did it on purpose. It's called comedy. So uh... <laughs> uh, during the uh, cold open, Justin, that you were not privy to what we were saying, I talked about how when somebody calls somebody bud it's it's generally somebody's about to get yelled at not 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 meet a new friend uh you know like you can't go over there bud that kind of thing um but you truly are a buddy when did we first meet do you have a an idea of when that happened um the first time i was on doug loves movies probably 2015 2016 and where was that? It was somewhere in the south? Yeah, we did that in Greenville, South Carolina. Okay, so yeah. So I was in Greenville. Josh Wolf was headlining that club that weekend. It was a comedy zone. Mm-hmm. 
And who do we get to be the third person? I think it was Jeff Tate. Oh, oh, okay. All I right. Could be wrong. So I can no, I could kind of see you, me, and Jeff Tate smoking in that like brightly lit back alley area behind that club. I could see Josh not being there because he he gets high, but he doesn't really like to do it when he's got he had two shows to do that night. I think. Um, okay, so then from there, you had I had figured out that you were in the south somewhere and asked you to do it. Yeah, and I was living in Atlanta at the time, but I grew up in South Carolina, so I, I was from the area kind of. Um, and then after that, you know, I think. You had me on in Atlanta and then Charlotte and right. Anytime I was yeah. anywhere down south, I just assume you were close enough. And it was. <laughs> yeah. It worked yeah. out great. To come by. And then but then eventually, you know, after all those places that we did shows together, Jamaica, Montego, baby, why don't we go? Then uh we ended up on you're now a New York comic officially. And you must have done Douglas movies in New York at least two or three times. Yeah, we did the 12, 13, 14, 15 guests of Christmas probably three times now. Yeah, the number of guests. Uh, yeah, definitely. I end up overbooking it because I have too many and, friends. And, and I'm really grateful for that. I, I feel like, you know, if you had to cut a name down, <laughs> it could have been me. <laughs> well, you know, especially alphabetically because T comes, uh, uh, you know, uh, Thompson is you know, even though it's a strong last name, it, it does uh, the letter T does come fairly late in the alphabet. I mean, it's you know, it's even after S for crying out loud. But um, how long ago did you make the move to New York? I moved here in 2019, I think it was about a year before the pandemic hit. Okay, Ugh, so I know. sorry, great, great timing there. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a genius, and you know it took so long to get here uh, that I was just like, all right, well, I'm gonna stick around. I know a lot of people that left, and I know people that have left and came back, but uh, yeah, I've been here the whole time since then. So you did um, a lot of uh, rooftop shows, that kind of stuff. Yeah, rooftop uh, just to get stage in the time. park. Um, one time, I, I was walking around the other day i remember one time i did a set in times square on the street and god it was such a nightmare i was must have been really <laughs> desperate for laughs and needed something in my life oh my god was that like for one of the times square clubs like goes behind that like lol or one of those no it wasn't even a club just some random guy setting up a speaker and <laughs> oh no trying to catch people as they pass by and luckily i have enough short jokes that i could like kind of catch someone's ears they're walking by and hit a punchline and then they laugh and keep walking <laughs> right but they also they were just passing through because like times square was weird during the during lockdown right. times like right? there were there people like... there and on the street but it's still i think at that point gathering indoors was frowned upon yeah so the broadway was <laughs> all the Broadway shows were closed. So like the, the tens of thousands of people walking around wasn't happening. Yeah. They were desperate for entertainment and they just kept on looking. <laughs> I don't know which is worse. <laughs> yeah. They still, you think it would have been easy to get their attention since all the shows were closed, but, uh, and it was free to just listen to you, but they still had to go just walk around. 
uh, I mean, I got to, you know, I ended up just in a few different cities during the, you know, some of the more intense parts of the pandemic. And, uh, you know, I got to say, I don't want to be the last man on earth, but being one of the last few hundred wouldn't bother me too much. Because, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because these, these places that are normally so busy when they're deserted, there's something delightful about it. It's just like, the dream yeah. when you're going to an amusement park is it's going to be empty, right? Like you, you're dreaming of going on a day when for some reason nobody shows up. So you just get right on all the rides, do all the pictured spots you want, do whatever you want, throw up on, on the ground anywhere. Yeah, like, in New York, you know, it was amazing when there weren't any cars on the street in Manhattan. I'd ride my bike into, you know, I live in Brooklyn. I'd ride into the city and make a day of it, ride up to Central Park on acid, and then, you know, <laughs> uh, you're pissing on the street anyway because it's New York, and then just, it was it was a pretty wild time, but we made the most of it. Yeah, I'm telling you, I, that sort of shit's fun. Like, I, I was like, you know, when things really first shut down, I was in Austin, Texas at the time and just ended up spending, you know, the first few weeks of the pandemic just uh, hanging out in downtown Austin with no just nobody there because nobody was in any of the hotels so I was in like a ghost hotel and <laughs> and just you know when I would leave there was nobody else around so I didn't feel that threatened you know <laughs> but I love the um the uh New York uh just being able to cruise around without all that car activity must have been so exciting yeah, it was it was a nice, um, you know, b way to appreciate the circumstance, even though, again, no shows or not a lot of shows and, you know, not really seeing people. And I did go back to Atlanta at one point and did some shows there during kind of the thick of it. And yeah, stayed in a hotel that was empty and did limited seating indoor shows and some outdoor shows down there. And that was fun. But it felt very different, you know, when you're doing these outdoor shows or indoor shows and you're like, all right, this is us trying to do something similar to what works, but you know, you know, comedy, you want it in a dark, damp <laughs> underground space <laughs> where the laughter is trapped. The laughter is contagious, so to speak. Um, so when you're outside and it's just open air and, you know, loud car, you know, goes by <laughs> blasting music, <laughs> Byron, somebody's like dying. A There's a fire. Who knows? <laughs> Just there's a traffic jam nearby, so it sounds like they're heckling with all the honking. Yeah, I did, yeah, an, outdoors, I did an outdoor show uh, right when I moved back here to Austin like a year ago or a year and a half ago, and there was a car accident, like a real bad car accident, like half a block over where it was so loud. Then the sirens came, and it was distracting, obviously, because we were worried somebody had died. Like, it was awful. It was so hard to get the mind, like, everybody's mind off of it. So we finally had somebody run over and check. And then when we found out everybody's okay, I was like, all right, let's try to laugh again. Pretend that didn't happen. Such a nightmare. Yeah, that's a weird, you don't, uh, you, know, you don't want any audience to be worried during a performance. Right. Yeah. You know, everyone's collectively wondering, oh shit, what should, you know, something bad. Should we like, go see what's happening instead of just here? <laughs> Uh, but here's uh, here's a fun thing that I discovered years ago, and I wonder if Justin's uh, onto it yet, or if they even still do it. 
because the city of New York in August, I a couple times I planned my uh, comedy schedule around getting to come and do this because uh, New York would, um, you know, Manhattan would just shut down uh, Park Avenue from like the Brooklyn Bridge to however however far it goes, like 78 or 100, however high it goes. They just cut it off to, there'd be spots where there'd be a police station to let traffic through on occasion. But basically, no lights, no traffic, just walking, bikes, roller skates, that kind of stuff. Uh, both ways on uh, Park Avenue on... I think it's weekends in August, so it's like they call it summer streets. Have you heard of this, Justin? Yeah, Ooh. I have. And, you know, it's kind of amazing. Just imagine, all right, this is the city without cars and honking, and, you know, it's safe to just congregate and move around. And, you know, certainly now that we were pretty casual about cannabis before, but now that it's, you know, just legal here. Oh, my it's God. It's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I never did it while it was legal to be to have weed on you. Like I've certainly been high riding a bike. I would just get a bike, you know. In fact, I was even I'd stay in a hotel where that was part of the service. That was one thing they offered is like you could you know rent out a you know they'd loan you a bike, and I would, uh, you know, it was just so fun to just ride up and down those streets and like, especially. There's that part where it, where it loops around and goes. There's a little tunnel, and uh, you know I don't know the names of the streets right where that happens, but that's where the like main like fight scene the with the aliens at the end of the first Avengers happens, uh. and like for it to be closed and you're riding around a bike, and when you go through the tunnel when you come out of it, you know New York's not a hilly place. It's mostly flat streets, so. Uh, when you come out of the tunnel, there's a, a little bit of a downgrade going down Park Avenue. So you can actually get like some speed going. So now you're just flying down past all the lights on, on Park Avenue in New York on a, you know, sunny day. It, it's just a complete delight. So do you think they did they skip a year during the pandemic, Justin? Or do you think they just did it anyway because it's outdoors? Um, I feel like they just did it anyway because it was outdoors and you know we we kind of had the thing where all the restaurants started moving into the streets and yeah you know i guess <laughs> if you used to park in the neighborhood you're probably pissed but it's kind of nice um <laughs> that yeah just to imagine walking around and you know thinking about you know if you're in like a european city where it's just more public spaces and you know like streets where there's not even enough room for cars and you know you walk down mm -hmm. and there's housing and stores and stuff so it's just a nice different experience and um i think uh we'll be seeing more of that i i hope i feel like uh, you know maybe i'm just crazy but like i've been in new york for well you are crazy but <laughs> go on i've been in new york for a couple now and i feel like there's there is you know obviously there's still just tons of traffic and people and it's a mess but it just feels like there's a little less you know, like the, the, the driver community dropped off a little bit uh, during the pandemic and there's more, you know, and there's just more people trying to do, you know, more walking all the time.
Yeah, I think so. Like uh, a lot of people are still working remotely and these office buildings in Manhattan are more empty and people are now like realizing how much they've been sitting on their ass for the past two years. So they're trying to make the effort to get out more. Well, I've been, you know, doing more stand up and Douglas movies, tapings all over the place. But I'm in New York right now for a couple of days just because I just got off of a, a cruise that went out of New York sailed out of new york so that's why uh, i'm here now and i don't like have any shows or anything but i'm hoping to get back into you know doing something uh, you know in new york sometime this year maybe even you know last year we skipped the annual 12 guests of christmas show uh, at the gramercy in new york but the last one that we did do was that the one where you were a guest, uh, or maybe it was two episodes, two years ago, but or two years pre-pandemic, but uh, you were a guest on my show uh, at the Gramercy, and you know I know it's Doug Loves Movies. It's not like getting Doug with high or something, but still, uh, what did security do when you got there? Oh, I had a a joint <laughs> and you know a little protective tube, and you know even though I said I'm on the list and you know start checking me in the security guy still has to stop me and pat me down and you know he just has to take <laughs> it and I'm like do you know what show this is I'm also on the show uh and then immediately I walk in and you're smoking a joint and yeah <laughs> it was so the whole infuriating thing, it made me so angry that yeah that like okay I get it like just because Doug Benson's hosting the show doesn't mean everybody gets a free pass but like but like I've never, like, I rarely get patted down when I'm a performer in a show. Like, yeah. I rarely pat down the performers. So that's already weird. But then when they find something on you that the audience members aren't allowed to have because they don't want a bunch of people smoking joints in the audience, but that they regularly let the people do in the green room. I mean, even the name green room sort of becomes synonymous with the idea of, you know, green flower and smoking. And, uh, you know, wait, you know, you wink when you say green room and, uh, you know, so just even that, like the whole thing is just crazy to me. But I, I also think that the world of security is, you know, an apologies to anybody out there that is work security at venues, because I do appreciate being protected and take care, you know, like looking out for everybody. But at the same time, the power tripping that goes on when someone can do something like that uh it's just it's amazing to me <laughs> yeah and what are you the know? odds that he smoked that joint later that night i feel like <laughs> he did you know threw it somewhere where it, you know wasn't the garbage probably absolutely or maybe was, yeah but even if it was the garbage it was in a contained thing so like yeah. you know like, seen by people later so somebody along the way got to smoke your joint and, uh, and if you're listening right now, I want to say, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody got hella high thanks to uh, a, a, an injustice that was betrayed up, uh, upon your person. Like, I, uh, you know, I'm talking about it now. I have a few years ago, and uh, but, like, it's just really it was, it was in my brain, you know? So, like, even talking to the venue about coming back and doing the show again, I'd be like, Hey, this time, don't take weed away from my guests. <laughs> yeah. 
it's not too much trouble. <laughs> I mean, I think of how many concerts I've gone to where I just was an attendee and brought a join in, no issue. Right. Almost every no, single concert I've been to. And then, yeah. To... No, that's the thing. It'll surprise you when it'll happen. Like one time, you know, I was getting off of a cruise ship and got pulled aside for having drugs when I had gotten rid of all my drugs, but it was still enough drug residue on my bags that they were, the drug dogs were like, Hey, so this guy's into drugs, but they couldn't find anything. So they ended up letting me go, but it was still like scary and weird. Uh, we're really chewing up time here with this conversation. I don't, I don't <laughs> mind. I'm not gonna lie. Well, I'm, I'm glad to know that you're still as upset about it as I should be. <laughs> well, that's the great thing. You know, if you're good, if you're good at being a stoner, you're more upset about other people's battles than your own, you know, because you're you're a pretty chill person. Uh, but at the same time, when you see shit going on with other people, it's not fair. It's just like, it, you know, it's really off putting. Like, I, I don't get like why that happened. And I still don't because I think I even said something to somebody afterwards and they were like, oh, sorry. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, well, so now that could or could not happen again. Like, that's what's always funny to me is that like the latest cruise ship I went on, I just got rid of all my drugs before getting off because I didn't want to have the same situation. I even like, you know, made extra steps of cleaning my luggage so it wouldn't, you know, have anything in it. And um get off that ship and there's no dogs at all you know because it's like coming into a different city also affects how much uh, you know because the other time it was in miami so like in miami they're more concerned about people bringing in drugs than apparently they are in new york hello hello <laughs> i don't know i was just i was asking him what you said I'm like, wow I, I thought you were gonna say in miami they're worried about people bringing them in and they're about leaving with them well they're never concerned about leaving with them that's what that's been to you know every time i've left the country i've been able to take as much stuff as i want it's <laughs> when you know it's going into a place that's uh you know so that's the great thing about cruise ships is you never go into a place you know when you dock places you don't you know, bring your weed off the boat if you visit the island or wherever it is, you know, you just go out there. And like, that's the fun thing about cruises that go to Jamaica now is when I, I've gone enough cruises to Jamaica where I went before and after Jamaica legalized weed. And when weed was illegal in Jamaica, you get off the boat and people be like, hey, you want some weed? You'd be like, yeah, sure. And you pay him some money and you get <laughs> And you get on the boat and you'd realize it's the shittiest weed or not even <laughs> weed. You know, it was garbage because it wasn't illegal. It was less illegal to sell fake weed than it was to sell real weed when weed was illegal. But now that weed is illegal in Jamaica, you can just get nice, good weed. Just you get off the cruise ship and somebody will be like, hey, you want some weed? Yeah. How much? 20 bucks. Here you go. Thanks. And it's good weed because it's not in their best interest to sell you shitty weed because they're not going to get repeat customers. And they can get actually good weed, you know? So, like, it's just a sweet change of uh, behavior there that I, uh, now I'm, now I'm waiting to get booked on another cruise that's actually going to Jamaica because it's one I was just on. Uh, we didn't go, Jamaica wasn't one of the stops. Yeah, I haven't been to Jamaica since they legalized it, but 
what you said before yeah that was my experience it's just like oh well this is technically is it weed i don't know but you know if you want want well, something yeah because they'll get less trouble if they get caught because they're, mm-hmm. they're they're just getting caught for selling you know for pretending to sell you weed rather than actually selling you weed which is the strangest concept yeah <laughs> like you know what i mean can you imagine a drug dealer in america like selling fake drugs to kids and getting less of a charge because of what they weren't really drugs no <laughs> 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 so we're going to talk about your name, Justin, someday on this show. I'm uh, looking forward to it. Not, not with you, it down, We break it down one part at a time. You you heard us do it with. Uh, you said you you know listened to the Shane Mouse episode, which is probably and it's Moss. I was just being silly, but it's the first, uh, maybe the first time. Probably it's happened once or twice, but. Uh, first time somebody's admitted to listening to an episode of the show before participating in it. Um, so kudos for that. But before we talk about your name, I got two questions for you. How, first one is, how many tats you got? I've got two tats and two cats. <laughs> Can I just say? Cats, I'm I'm mildly surprised by. I think of you maybe as more one cat or a dog person, but uh, the two tats is surprising to me because you don't, to me, and don't. I don't know if you're gonna be offended by this, but to me, you don't present as a person who would have tattoos. No, uh, it's pretty recent. I got them both within the last year, and I even used to have a bit about well, how I don't, I don't have know, any tattoos. Oh, you were. <laughs> yeah, but... in that case, I don't even know you anymore. If you just did this without. I'm I didn't sorry I didn't tell you happened. first. I should have yeah. asked you. Um, send you a picture. Is this okay? What do you think <laughs> about the placement? Or what are they? Um, so I have. They're both on my legs. So I can still present as a non-tattooed person, you know, if I'm wearing pants, <laughs> which I do often. And the one on my thigh, it's based on an M.C. Escher uh, drawing, you know, with this with the stairs. It's kind of um, a design mm-hmm. based on that, simplified. And then on my leg. I have, it's a, a toad sitting on a stool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a toad. Yeah, yeah. That one was just, you know, they do these Friday the 13th, 13th deals where you just pick one off the sheet. I'm like, all right, that looks funny. And um, <laughs> yeah, that was now on my, uh, my shin, uh, ankle. No? Yeah. I don't know. The lower <laughs> leg. <laughs> Uh, um, why, why do you, why do you think you waited so long before getting two tattoos? I think I'm pretty indecisive, you know, I mean, I'm kind of glad that I never picked any of the dumb ideas I had when I was 18, 19, 21. Yeah. You know, been there. I think, <laughs> oh, so I'm sure you've already talked about it. <laughs> the dumb tattoos you have then done. Yeah. So yeah Doug, I, I ask everybody how many tattoos they have because it never ceases to. I, I get such enjoyment out of the fact that Doug doesn't know how many tattoos he has. <laughs> um, like <laughs> over thirty? Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. That's what's so funny. It's not that many. It's not like he's yeah. like you know, covered in them. <laughs> yeah, uh, but. 
he's lost track so and, yeah. uh, i don't know i just feel like i wanted to get them when i was younger and i never could like decide on something i wanted and um i also think that because i started doing comedy in my early 20s that kind of felt like such an outlet and space for creativity that i didn't need to you know express oh, myself so in the, the way of permanence people and what i like about comedy is that you know it's it's vapor. Yeah, a lot of if you have a lot of tattoos, it just means you're like trying to be extroverted, but the only way you could do it is uh, with ink on your skin. <laughs> it is a conversation starter. The ones you can see, like uh, people who have visible tattoos, I'm always kind of shocked by their willingness to have them out because um, you know people are gonna just start talking about them in all sorts of random ways. Right, yeah. so I like to keep it. Um, I don't know. Eventually, I may get some in more visible places, but like I said, I would. I had a joke about not having tattoos, so then I think because of that, it made me put off getting them yeah. even longer. <laughs> oh, it's like my jokes about smoking weed. I can't wait to quit doing that. <laughs> MC Escher. Yeah. What's the do you, do you like MC Escher? Those upside down things enough to uh put it on your body yeah i was just um yeah i wanted something you know kind of surreal and cool and it was still something i picked like the day i got it um i was in greece last year it was be and... between that and mc hammer well that, that's gonna go on the other thigh oh nice <laughs> oh okay. can't touch this <laughs> or just can't touch this i guess this is the lyric um all right that's enough tattoo talk i guess i just said uh, the mc Escher thing is just fascinating to me because uh you know um it's just such a you know like i was wondering if you're just a fan of mc escher yes but like i said um i mean the design is kind of a simplified line yeah, drawing yeah. of that um, with um, not a lot of detail. And I kind of knew before that I didn't want anything wild and colorful or too, you know, elaborate. Yeah. I just think of, I, I knew a comic who used to say there's a mall in San Diego that uh, they, they have stairs that go up and down in the most ridiculous manner. It was in downtown San Diego. And whenever he'd perform in San Diego and I'd be on the bill with him and I always enjoy when he'd talk about that mall because he'd just be like, Isn't, <laughs> his name is Greg Otter. And he'd say, uh, you know, he'd talk about the mall and he'd be like, you go upstairs, then you're downstairs. Who designed this mall? MC Escher? And like, <laughs> you know, it wouldn't get that big of a laugh because it was just like, people don't know where MC Escher is, I don't think. So, but I always, I always love that line because it really is, the mall really was stupid the way the the stairs worked and so just to say that uh so now anytime i'm anywhere where stairs are going up and down i'm just like who designed this mcs <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so let's move on to uh another thing that uh you know you're talking about the permanence you know having to pick something for a tattoo that like you have to live with have you ever gotten to name any pets that's Funny enough, I already said, yeah, two cats, but no, I really don't think I have. Um, you didn't yeah. get to name them? They were they were like, you got them from a shelter or something with pre-named? Um, 
Yeah, my girlfriend had the one cat before, uh, Gizmo, and you know, great name. Ooh, good name, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Just don't get him wet. Right, uh, but I've taken to calling him Gimli, <laughs> and that is now what I call him more than his real name. And now my girlfriend calls him that more than his real name. And the other cat uh, we adopted pretty much like a year ago, maybe to the date, and um, he had the name Shinobi. And we're like, great name, keeping it. Shinobi. Oh, yeah. Exotic. I was just thinking that, like, do you think people... I guess you could rename a dog and or a cat. They that I will get used to just hearing that sound come from you and realizing it means them, you know. But it's still to me like I would not. I would feel bad about trying to rename an animal that are that have already been going by a name. But also, do you think well, like, that's why you got to buy new instead of used? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you don't buy new. No. Um, or you just, you know, get one that's been found, but there's no collars, you know, so there's no name yet that's that we know of. So you get to pick a name. I'll try to do that. <laughs> yeah, uh, you got to get a. I'm glad it works. You got to get a pet. I don't. I don't have to actually, but you know, I <laughs> I love them though. I love I love dogs and uh, I like cats and. Um, I just can't own anything because I just I, I'm too into uh, living a life where I, I can go out of town or uh, you know not can go out of town I do have to go out of town that's what I do for a living what time is it how long how long have I been rambling we're already <laughs> so far into the episode we haven't even taken a commercial break yet so let's take a quick break and we come back I swear to God we are gonna talk. <laughs> Because you know we got to get into it. Because I don't, I don't the, you know, we've had a lot of fascinating names on this show, but Justin Thompson, uh, there's a Isn't lot. Isn't one of them? <laughs> I'm not going to say it's common, but uh, well, let's do it after the break. We'll be right back. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We're back. <laughs> we're back, and we're here with uh, Justin Thompson. And let's start with your first name. What was it like growing up, Justin? Well, you know, it's the only experience I had. So I got used to answering to the wrong name. People would call me Jason or whatever else. But I feel like I also, you know, the time I was born, it was a name that kind of really sprung into popularity. Um, yeah so 
you know, the thing that, you know, people would just start calling me JT, never ask anyone to do that. People pick up on that. Um, oh, yeah. You blame, no, you uh, blame, who do you blame on that? Justin Timberlake or Justin Thoreau? <laughs> Justin Thoreau. He knows what he did. <laughs> right? That son of um, a bitch. JT. But, so people just do that. Well, but also it is a good pair of initials, even if you're not trying to. You know what I mean? I think people yeah. JT Justin Timberlake because JT are, is good. You know, I think they put him in that box in the same way they're doing it to you, just because it's it's just a fun pair of initials. Yeah, I I wish I had a name that could be shortened into like a nickname. Justy. Oh, Justy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll go by that. <laughs> Nobody's tried that though. Oh, my girlfriend calls me that, but outside of that, okay. Else. Yeah, no, it's adorable adding a Y where it really just doesn't work. <laughs> um, plus, you have to lose a few letters because Justini doesn't even that doesn't make any sense. That just sounds like you're there's some sort of cocktail or something. Um, but Justin, how you know from your perspective, did it seem like a a common name or? Yeah, it did. Is and that why you wanted sort of to have a fun, fun nicknamey version of it? Just because Justin sounds so formal, right? Yes, it's a very uh, proper name, like the name of a diplomat, right? I also got very tired of hearing name, you know, the jokes, Justin Case, Justin Time. Uh, so then I've kind of again just to talk about jokes I do. I now do a joke about Justin Time, just to kind of flip it around, taking a dumb thing I've heard, you know from so many people and now making it my own (laughs) right and then now people will have the pleasure of getting to make that joke because you already told them about it and they'll but they'll still make it yeah and then i'm not as annoyed because i'm like right you're yeah takes a little bit of the sting out of it but at the same time you probably are encouraging more people to say it (laughs) (laughs) well i'm rarely on time so that, you know, gives <laughs> oh, yeah. reason. So if the shoe fits right um yeah i thought about that when i was playing around with your name the old you know just in time i think there's even maybe been a vaudeville performer or something that uh went by that name you know or maybe even it'd be a good roller derby name if your if your first name was justin all right, just if I get the roller derby, I'm going to claim Just that. in time to save the day. Here he is, just in time. You know what I mean? That'd be fun for the announcers to get to talk about you. Um, <laughs> Justin Long, are you a fan of his work? Oh, yeah. He, he's great. Yeah, good actor. You've been on 12 Guests with him, right? Right. Yeah. Um, do you know Justin Kirk? I don't think so. He was on Weeds. He was like the main dude on Weeds with what's your name? Yeah, the guy. Um, yeah, I like him. I think he's a good actor. So I'm just saying that for me, the the famous associations with the name Justin are all positive. Yeah, I think so. I think I can be grateful for that at least. You know, I... is <laughs> is there an athlete? Because I saw a show last night where they were joking about. When you uh, saw so called Shucked on Broadway, and uh, one of the jokes in it was, uh, 
you find out how many people you hate when you try to pick out a baby name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you get right? shot. Every, every name you think of, you go, oh, no, I can't name my baby that because of this guy that I hated. Or this, well, you know, do you find that, that when you meet someone, you think about like the first prominent person you met with that name? And that's kind of the association also? I might right. do it now because of this show, but I don't think I used to do that. I guess everybody does it to a degree because you're always looking for something to latch on to. And if somebody has a name that's like, if somebody goes, you know, my name's Leonardo, like you immediately are like, oh, you know, DiCaprio or uh, Da Vinci. <laughs> well, you know, that's it. Those are the references. So you're going to say something stupid about that, you know. Like if I met a Leonardo when I was on this cruise just now, I just was like, I would say, "Hey, why aren't you on the front of the boat screaming about being uh, on top of it?" <laughs> um, but yeah, Justin, uh, all these people, everybody that is named Justin seems to be pretty positive, and also, it does seem to be a name that, like you were saying earlier, I think that kind of picked up steam more recently. Like I don't. I can't think of any old timey actors named Justin something. Yeah, none of the founding fathers. Uh... Oh, yeah. yeah, Justin Jefferson wasn't wasn't a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which would that'd be a cool name. <laughs> uh, so that's were your parents uh, naming you after somebody, or just like picking a name that was seemed to be like uh, kind of uh, you know growing in popularity yeah i think it was just a name that my mom had heard and liked and so my brother's name is james uh so i think she also wanted to continue that along and all right you know i could i guess i could have just as easily been jeff or uh, jason um but yeah she went with justin jerk off yeah jerk off thompson i've heard that one before (laughs) joshua yeah i'm just so yeah right so my brother uh his name is james my named he's not the second but named after my father who is james and i just got to share this my dad his whole life that i as i've known him he went by jimbo (laughs) and that's just just lets you know where i'm from very uh southern family and then my brother was named james but he never went by james either he was called Buddy by everyone what? and still is. Uh, like, my dad just kind of gave him that nickname when, you know, he was very little. And then it was, it, it just stuck. Wow. And even so much so, this also will show you how different we are. My brother has a forearm tattoo that's the Buddy written down his arm vertically. <laughs> it's so terrible. It. <laughs> Terrible font, terrible like tattoo work, uh, and it's just his 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 name. <laughs> does he say wow. to strange buddy, or does it is it more of a nickname yeah. of the Noah? No, you know, everyone calls him Buddy. Like he's ah. like a chef, and on his chef coat, it will say Buddy. <laughs> wow, that is wild. Well, when he's yelling at them, they have to go, "Yes, sir, Buddy." <laughs> yeah yeah buddy yeah so yeah, buddy <laughs> mr buddy yeah, it's pretty it's pretty ridiculous so growing up like with again my dad jimbo my brother buddy and i'm just justin i'm like all right my name's kind of normal i guess 
yeah. Uh, you should have you thought about like doing a comedy album called Well Adjusted? No, I would call it uh, Just in Time, and then the other side is uh, Just in Space. <laughs> Double album. I like it. I like I like a theme album. Uh, I I support it entirely. Like it, the Justin Space side. If it's all jokes about uh, astronomy, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'll work on it. What's your middle name? My middle name is Michael. Okay, what is going on with this naming? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I didn't pick Jay- it. Yeah, I know. I know. JMT, we're talking about initials. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a condition or something. Um, can't move my mouth because I've got JMT. <laughs> like that. I don't know. Um, Michael is a family name in in that case, or no, another not name? really. I mean, just something that. You know, my mom said it just sounded good in the middle and I guess mm-hmm. a biblical name, you know, uh, so. Really yeah, good. I give it to your parents for the three, you know, giving you the three uh, double syllables. It's very uh-huh. strong. It's always good. I don't like it gets, you know, it gets a little rocky when people change up the syllables from name to name. So just Justin Michael Thompson, very, you know. It builds, uh, you know, each step. Got yeah. a good build. Yeah, so we might as well get to it. Uh, Thompson, how how's that worked out for you? People spell it right most of the time? I think they do, even though, you know, there are a ton of variations on it, or Thomason. Or, sure. You know, sometimes it's not the P. Almost everyone gets the spelling right, and... Yeah, they'd have to hear it wrong, I think, to think that it's anything but how it's spelled. Should I start pronouncing it Thompson so people can really know? Uh... <laughs> right. That is interesting that people know to put the H there, but it's just nobody's named Thompson without an H. Right. That, and that's uh, not. Yeah. So that's how right. it's there. And then there's. So, you know, it's some kind of. It was like Thomason that sometimes, you know, over time. Right got morphed uh and i guess it also implies that at one point in time there are a lot of people uh with the father named tom thomas i don't know i know right <laughs> that's how i feel about benson it's like oh is this somebody's father's name was ben that's how we got here okay um <laughs> but thompson whose dad was uh, named tom what's that tom whose dad was named tom tom thompson <laughs> i don't know man like no one has the name Tomp, like with the P. Right. No, it's yeah. definitely Tom. So I don't know how that P got in there. Like, why is there a P in there? Because Thompson, I think I've heard that before. That's a name. It's just like how there's Tompkins and Tompkins. That there's both of those out there in the world. But sometimes that just comes from like a family immigrant family deciding to tweak something just to make it easier uh, to pronounce less foreign sounding um but as far as famous thompsons go it's interesting that i think the three most famous thompsons right now in the, like the world of entertainment are all ladies yeah tessa yeah we got tessa emma and leah oh yeah yeah 
uh, the only Thompson I could think of that was a man that was famous is a guy who passed away. His name was Fred Thompson, and he was an actual politician who late in life became an actor who showed up in lots of cool movies, even though he was pretty hard hardcore Republican. But I guess he was pleasant to be around or pleasant enough to get a lot of acting work. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know what else there is to say about Thompson other than like, you know, it's just a solid last name that, I mean, do you feel like a Thompson? Do you feel like you've grown in into it or do you feel like it's feels too formal for you? Like you'd have a, like to have a sillier last name as a comedian? I feel like I would prefer a different name just because, you know, given two common names. Like, there are so many other Justin Thompsons in the world and have been, you know, there's been athletes and, you know, as a musician. And I've even met another comedian named Justin Thompson. What? Oh, wow. At Where's least that one. asshole working out of? What? <laughs> well, he was based in Texas, but he died two years ago. Oh. So I, I planted my flag by just surviving. Oh. Oh man, you really the way you told that really uh, set me up to be mean to a dead person. <laughs> I was hoping you would. Uh, but you know, I like went there uh well last time I think it was I mean, I think he was maybe Houston based. Like I performed there and people were like, "Whoa, we saw your name and then you're not not the guy here." And they're like, "Well, you're already way funnier than him." I'm like, "All right." Oh I don't God. know how to feel about it, but now that he's dead, you know, I guess <laughs> rest in peace, Justin Thompson. <laughs> wow. But that's, yeah, that's... Uh, Do you inherit his jokes? Break. Um, I I don't know. Do I? <laughs> well, it sounds like you didn't want to. No, I, I didn't. Uh, from what I saw, <laughs> I'm okay. Oh, I'll keep doing mine. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the problem is you don't you, know, you can't just inherit any jokes. They got to be, you know, not only good, but also like, you know, seem like your voice. You know, you probably end up having to yeah. probably end up having it's very different. Yeah, you probably have to rewrite his stuff a little bit. But, you know, Punch might be up. worth look, might be worth looking into because he's not doing it. Yeah, uh, I don't want to leave jokes on the table. But do you think there's of footage that, of him that exists? Definitely. I really. Uh, like he was on TV? Not on TV. Like, so, you know, if it was a race to late night, it's, you know, uh, neither one of us has made it yet, but maybe this podcast will turn that around for me. So there was just clips on YouTube, uh, you know. Okay. You, so yeah, you can't see him do stand up on the internet. I think so. Okay. Uh, unfortunately. Well, you uh, know, pick a good clip of his and then, uh, you know, post it the next time you're playing a club, see, see if people show up. <laughs> that's a good idea and <laughs> but because of the the common commonality of the name i've never been able to come up with a good social media handle that wasn't taken right and i end up changing them like every year i'll just change my twitter and instagram because i'm like i don't know i get bored and it's so never... hard to figure out i can never figure out what your social media handles are every time i try to do it i just because you type in justin thompson that's not going to do it yeah, which most people, even if their name isn't isn't their name, when you type their actual name, it'll something will come up and go, oh, okay, this is like my Instagram is you don't know Doug, but if you type Doug Benson, that's yeah. the first you 
thing that comes up is you don't know Doug, so you can get there. But in your case, a trillion Justin Thompson's come up, and I have no idea which one you know is you. So what is your current uh, name on Instagram? My Instagram is Thompson Justin. <laughs> <laughs> So I just, you know, flipped around and dropped yeah. the letter. Uh, Tom So Justin. Okay, then what's your Twitter? It's Tom Not So that that mad, That's going to end anyway, but anyway. Yeah, it, it's Tom So Tweets. <laughs> Tom So. What is, we don't, now this Tom So thing, what about, why not have some fun with that? Why don't you uh, change your stage name to just merely Tom So? Uh, first of all, there's only so <laughs> that only go by one name it already makes you really stand out hey Thompson's here who wouldn't want to see Thompson? <laughs> i was gonna pitch that you know i was gonna ask you guys well what should my uh new uh social media handles be but i think we got it okay so instagram is Thompson instagrams it's Thompson justin <laughs> maybe i'll change Thompson. it to Thompson instagrams right now just to make it difficult yeah. I, that's probably too many letters, but uh, but it's just so funny that the other one is Tomso tweets. Uh, uh, is there underscore in Tomso tweets, or you just got no. it all? No, it's just you all there. That's good. <laughs> uh, I got one more quick question for you uh, uh, before you go, and that is uh, aside from the, you, Doug Mellard, who you just met, and myself. Uh, who are your top Dugs? Like who? What Dugs have you known? Personally, mm -hmm. or profession? I mean, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. You know, I should have been prepared for this. You don't this know question. anyone else named Doug besides you. In no. your whole life, you've never had a friend named Doug. Wow. No. I, I've met other comedians, you know, on the road named Doug and. Sorry to you, Dougs, that I can't remember any of your last names. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely yeah. other Doug comedians out there um, that we don't know yet, or you know, they're uh, on the rise. They're up and they coming. Social media, but there's Doug Smith is in New York, right? Right. You met him. I think so. Yeah, and Doug Stanhope is, uh, you know, he's mostly he's just touring around all over the place. But you're okay. probably familiar with him. Of course. And I, I just think of, you know, the Nickelodeon cartoon, Doug. Yeah. That's Doug funny. Get. Yeah. And I didn't want to bring that up, but here we go. <laughs> yeah. Well, we get it. You know, you listen to an episode, probably heard it. It comes up every time. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, it really is just uh, that name is associated with that. Like for me, also the last name Benson, like was, has just always, like, I think it's fading now, but it used to always be associated with the, uh, you know, Robert Guillaume TV sitcom called Benson. And isn't that where uh, Seinfeld first appeared on TV? He did his first so-called acting on so that acting, show. Yeah. All right. yeah, oh, the... whoa. I didn't know that. Yeah, he just played like some uptight assistant to the black, whatever he was at the time. I think he's supposed to be a governor or something, maybe president. But yeah, it was somebody gave Jerry a very good break because Nothing about his stand-up suggested he be a good actor, and then nothing about his acting suggested he be a good actor uh, ever. But he's gotten okay at it uh, just through repetition. 
and also probably the closer the storylines to things that actually happened to him on Seinfeld is probably the better he got at, at acting out the scenarios, you know? Yeah. He's real good at acting awkward with uh, people in, in real life. So, you know, just transfer that to the show. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not awkward ever. I'm not awkward. All right. Uh, Wilson Thompson, uh, it's been great talking to you. This show has kind of weirdly become a way for me to like catch up with uh, old friends. And uh, what would you like to plug? Hey, well, it's great catching up with you too. And um, hopefully we'll both be able to be back on the road and do more in person. And I want to plug my show. I run a monthly show here in Brooklyn uh, called Drop Up Video. I have a panel of comedians come on stage and everyone picks a music video for us to show and make fun of so you know it's kind of like mystery science theater um but for people with short attention spans as they say it um and the next one will be april 14th at pine box rock shop and then we have second friday of every month there so may 12th and yada 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 on you can find that at dropupvideo.com or on instagram at dropupvideo i'll also be taking that show on the road uh this late summer and fall so i'm looking at going back to atlanta and trying to hit boston philly you know denver austin chicago all the places and uh if you know of a venue that can facilitate having a screen and four microphones reach <laughs> out we'd, we'd love to uh come there you know in comedy that's a lot to ask for a venue so <laughs> so that's super fun and I also will just drop another plug. If you don't live in a major city and you can follow me on Instagram at Tompso Justin. And if you're into Twitch, I play video games on there. It's chill. It's funny. And that's Tompso TV. Oh, okay. Oh, we have, we don't get a lot of people uh, plug in their, uh, their Twitch thing. That's cool. Um, Doug Mallard, what do you got to plug buddy? I will next be here in Austin, Texas at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival, which Ooh. is April 12th through the 23rd. So you got many chances to come on out for Moon Tower Comedy Fest. They should just have it all year. Yes, yeah, it feels like it by yeah. day 40. It feels like it's been a year. <laughs> but, that is a long uh, ass festival. Time. But yeah, real it sure fun. is. Um, <laughs> I got all my dates at douglasmovies.com. The next thing that's coming up that's uh, in person is uh, Douglas Movies at Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles on uh, April 16th at 4.20. And uh, yeah, I'm just uh, leaving New York tomorrow to come back to uh, California and we'll bring you more new episodes of Wide World of Dougs over the next two weeks. And uh, thanks again, Justin. Yeah, thanks yeah, for having me, guys. It's a lot of yeah. fun. Tomso, do it. Nobody calls friends at all. Call you Tomso, or is that hasn't caught on? Not yet, but we're building momentum. All right, I'm, I might try it. I might call you Tomso the next time I see you. Uh, Justin still seems easier, but uh, <laughs> uh, Tomso is definitely fun. Um, and we always do like a pun based on, uh, you know, with the name Doug uh, for the uh, closing and the, and the title of the episode. So as always, confiscated Dougs.